Hello, friends. We've had a rather unusual Lenten season this year, haven't we? When we began the season on Ash Wednesday, I certainly never expected to be where we are right now. But the disciples on that first Easter morning, huddled together in an upstairs room, their leader gone and their lives in danger, didn't expect to be where they were either. Disasters can bring out both the worst and the best in people. As Sister Maggie said, there have been many examples of people coming together, of rising to the challenge. We are so proud of the staff and students working to make protective visors and baking cakes in Thanksgiving for their hardworking key worker guardians. We are also grateful to teachers, cleaners, healthcare workers, and all other key workers for keeping us all safe and the economy going. Two things struck me as I was reflecting on examples of resurrection this week. On Palm Sunday, my kids and I sang the hymn, All Glory, Laud, and Honor, as we do every year. This year, I found out that the hymn tune was written as a funeral hymn during the plague of 1613. We humans have faced plagues and pandemics before and survived. We will make it through this. One of the last things Jesus says before he dies is, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? On the surface, it is a painful reminder that Jesus suffered on the cross for our sins, that God loved us so much that God came down in the person of Jesus Christ, experienced life from our point of view, and knew what it meant to experience pain, abandonment, and death. We are not alone in our suffering. Our God suffers with us. But Jesus' words are a line from Psalm 22, a psalm that begins with suffering, but ends in God's triumph. I want you to know that death and evil do not get the final word. Death is not the end of our story. We are a resurrection people, and we know that our life continues, triumphant over death. Today is a reminder that when things look like they're over, they aren't. When things look like they are at their darkest, God has a habit of shining the light of the resurrection. When it looks like death has won, we find ourselves standing before an empty tomb. These are difficult times, but today reminds us that God can redeem even the darkest of days. And he gives us the strength to make sure that at all times, even at the grave, we make our song, Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Happy Easter, everyone. Hello, everyone. It's Sister Maggie wanting to connect with you all. Since the beginning of the coronavirus, I was sent home to be in self-isolation until further notice. So I'm currently in lockdown. Um, I'm not in jail, by the way. 
but I am an old codger. That's a Lancastrian translation of the fact that I am old and I have odd ways. Joking aside, I do have a number of serious health problems, so I'm very vulnerable and going to be liable to be locked up for a good while yet. I am, however, very conscious of you all, staff, children, family. I think of you every day and pray for you all. In normal times, I love chatting with you and enjoying what you share about your lives. My preference for communicating is face-to-face -face with you as individuals and as a group. But sadly, this is not an option for me at present. I would like to share with you what I'm learning through this experience of this worldwide epidemic. In general, two elements spring to mind. One, the devastation that this virus is causing throughout the world, bringing panic and fear. What people are experiencing is literally a matter of life and death. Secondly, the call to work together and support each other in the midst of this complex struggle. Just on TV recently, I saw that even in South Africa, the drug dealers were stopping delivering drugs and taking food and other essentials to people in need. What really inspires me is the infinite number of people who, with selfless devotion, are caring for others. Members of the NHS are absolutely incredible putting themselves at risk all the time right across the board. Doctors, nurses, social services, scientists working in laboratories to try to find ways to control this epidemic. And ordinary people working out ways to mobilize all of us into action. Every day we hear of people who are currently out of work offering their buildings and their personal skills and hundreds of different initiatives. There is no doubt that in challenging times such as we are currently experiencing, we become more conscious of the fact that we need courage to face the reality and share our gifts. To do this, we need to take time to reflect on what gifts we have. We all have the gifts of the Holy Spirit, such as wisdom, which enable us to bring forth fruits, such as love. Sadly, in a normal day, we are preoccupied with the to-do list, the practical things. These are undoubtedly important, but what we do should be guided by who we are and pay attention to the deeper demands of right judgment. So, the call is for all of us to become more aware of God's gifts and the fruits they bring. We also need to be conscious of the fact that each one of us is unique and precious in God's eyes. We have a unique blend of these gifts and what we can contribute. Sometimes we ourselves may not be aware of our own gifts. It might be valuable to share what we see in each other and encourage each other. And when we are sharing our ideas, 
we often see things differently. It would be so beneficial to share honestly how we feel and listen to each other in a non-judgmental way and thus to be able to share insight and such honest and sharing will benefit us all and help us to build a stronger, happier community. In my present situation, one of the gifts I most treasure is time. Time to experience to be still, silent, open, aware, treasuring each moment. This time and space I don't have in a normal day. It truly is a genuine gift to be in the now. The truth is we can only live one day at a time. As I sit in the silence and become aware of my environment, birds singing, or silent, stillness, the sun shining, clouds drifting momentarily, masking the brightness, shadows, darkness giving way to light. We are truly blessed with this gift of to be. In every day there will be moments of pain, difficulty, fear, sadness, but also moments of surprise, joy and gratitude. This is the pattern of each day and this replicates the pattern of our whole lives. There are times of difficulty and sadness, but it's my experience that at difficult times we are called to reflect, a time to look at a situation and see within it an invitation to come through the suffering stronger, happier, and more aware of the really important things in life. Jesus reminds us, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. I'm writing this during Passion Week, when we take time to reflect on the centrality of our faith. Christ's passion, death, and his resurrection and how closely this mirrors our own pattern of life experience. Today is Holy Thursday, when Jesus gave himself to us in the Blessed Sacrament, so that he could be with us always. He says to each one of us each day, as he said to his apostles after the resurrection, I go before you into Galilee. I pray that God will bless us <coughs> and protect us all during this difficult time. May this Easter bring us courage and strength as we support and care for each other. God bless each one of you and keep us always in his loving care. Amen.